0: Hashtag stay home. When you can't go outside, what happens inside? 14 inspiring real life lockdown stories. A Life Changing Journey, chapter by Yola pipno Your story is the greatest legacy to your friends. It's the longest lasting legacy you will leave to your heirs. Steve Saint. Message for the next generations. Have you ever experienced something incredibly powerful, regardless if it was happy or tragic? A truly life-changing moment or series of events? For example, the birth of a child, moving to a new country, a major career change, divorce, the passing of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war? In a moment of the actual experience, you think that you will never forget it in its entirety, that you will always remember vividly everything. And yet, life shows that when enough time passes by, we remember the experience, but we forget a lot of details. They fade away into the background of our memories. With my chapter, I would like to create a mini journal of events and share with you some of the lessons learned during the unprecedented time in our modern history, the pandemic of 2020. From disbelief to hardcore realization. It was middle of January, 2020, when I heard for the first time the name of the new virus in relation to its outbreak in the city of Wuhan in China. Being incredibly busy working on a couple of projects, Alongside my full-time job, I didn't pay much attention to the news which was escalating daily. I actually might have missed altogether the first signals about it. So when the information finally reached me, it was already a huge problem in China. Everything came to me as a shock as I was instantly confronted with the seriousness of the situation. Especially when reading that even doctors were dying from it. Then we started to hear about outbreaks in other countries like Italy, Iran, South Korea, as well as the first cases of infections in the United States of America. When a few days later the situation in China and Italy became even more critical, I started to feel that uneasy feeling in the pit of my stomach that things may get really ugly really fast everywhere. Italy began quarantine, the Venice carnival was cancelled, the region of Calabria went into a total lockdown, sick passengers were stuck somewhere on the cruise ship on Japanese waters, thousands of people traveling back from China after Chinese New Year were going to be a real threat of spreading the virus all around the world. On March 11th, after listening to the suggestions of the World Health Health Organization, which advised to limit, limit unessential travels with a very heavy heart, I made a decision to cancel my signature coaching retreat in Peru, which I worked on for several weeks and which was planned for beginning of July. Last year's event in Bali, was so amazing that I couldn't wait to create something even more special in South America. All sightseeing tours and itineraries were prepared. Coaching curriculum was carefully revised and enhanced, and now it had to be indefinitely postponed. My gut feeling was right. The very same day, World Health Organization announced a global pandemic And soon after, the government banned all non-essential international travel and closed the borders. I think it was that moment for me when I realized that our lives were being altered in a way no one could ever imagine. I became vigilant, started obsessively watching news reports and apps with statistics. I was literally in the middle of celebrating the publishing of my first collab book, One, which became an international bestseller and having over 20 new co-authors friends in 15 countries around the globe gave me access to first-hand information on how the situation was developing not only here in America, but also in Europe, Asia and Australia. I will never forget the day when a friend shared with me an app on the phone showing in real-time cases of infections both in the US and in the world. In absolute disbelief, I would check every half hour and see the numbers grow by tens, then hundreds, then thousands. I remember taking screenshots of those numbers to see if I am not hallucinating. That's how fast the situation was changing, both globally and domestically. I began to comprehend literally that the pattern in the United States is just a carbon copy of everything that was happening in Italy, Spain, and other places in the world, that we were just a couple of weeks behind them. Since earlier in February, I injured my shoulder while skiing, and I was unable to drive, I was taking public transportation from Manhattan to New Jersey when I left daily, knowing that with each passing day, the risk of catching the virus was growing. The news was alarming how fast the disease was spreading in New York City. I had literally goosebumps, just thinking that at any given time, I may be in a company of someone who has it. And then the avalanche of sequential events began. Countless canceled sporting events, canceled concerts and performances on Broadway. Even the New York Stock Exchange closed and finally, came the most unprecedented announcement ever. We were about to begin a 14 days long quarantine in New York City. All non-essential businesses, especially the service-based ones, had to close immediately. So did schools and colleges. After over two decades working in a company in Manhattan, on March 13th, I became officially unemployed. Soon, after other states and many other countries began lockdown as well. Life as we knew it, until now, was no more. The new reality, the world in a standstill. Like in some horrific movie, events started to unfold really quickly. The numbers of people getting sick were growing faster and faster and there were more and more fatalities. The announcements regarding social distancing were made and people went into a panic mode. The supermarkets got stormed by hundreds of thousands of desperate customers purchasing anything and everything from food, vitamins, hand sanitizers and other disinfectants to something I will never truly understand. Toilet paper. Yes, the last item became a luxury product, literally impossible to get anywhere in the world. This phenomenon, as well as speculations regarding how the life is going to change, were circulating in form of online jokes and memes. People were trying to comprehend what was actually happening. Millions lost their jobs, countless businesses got shut down, all travel was put on hold, schools were closed, kids were being homeschooled, all still operating non-essential businesses went online, and so did all colleges and universities. Local governments were putting even more restrictions in place, closing parks and beaches, opening pop-up test centers, creating new hospital beds. World events such as Olympics, festivals, and other mass happenings were canceled. The desperation, fear, uncertainty became the new norm. Danger weeks up in us humans the primal instinct of survival and we collectively understood the necessity of hashtag stay home lessons learned in the time times of global pandemic my life and the lives of the majority of people in the world got turned totally upside down shock and confusion at first turned into slow adjustment to a new reality For over two decades I worked full-time commuting long hours and I often wished that I had more time to certain to do certain things that I'm passionate about. I wanted to read more books, complete various courses, obtain new certification, etc. But there was hardly ever enough time to do it. And then all of a sudden the universe granted me the wish, perhaps not exactly the way I imagined it, but now I had all the time in the world. I was unemployed for the unforeseen future and I actually could proceed with some projects that were put on the back burner for a very long time. I made a powerful decision to make the absolute best of the time that was gifted to me and no matter what I will come out on the other side of this pandemic stronger, more resilient, more educated, and in a better shape in every aspect of my life. I started skilling up, studying, reading, doing courses, conducting interviews with incredible experts from all around the world, and even being interviewed myself in a radio program and an online TV show. I obtained very valuable coaching certifications and even wrote a book. I literally became obsessed with self-education. I had to create some boundaries though. For example, total separation from negative news and social media. I knew that in order for me to be able to concentrate fully on the new knowledge, I could not be bombarded by all the drama and negativity. I also learned that now more than ever, it was important to have some sort of structure and routine during the day to take care of my body, mind and soul and really focus on what is the most important my own health and well-being as well as my family's it is so easy to spend hours and days in front of tv watching countless shows on netflix eating carbs drinking alcohol but that only promotes more feelings of unhappiness and helplessness the most important thing was to respond instead of react to everything that was happening I began taking regular walks in nature, keeping my body moving, and finding time to calm down and reflect. I actually even began training for a 5K race. My time strolling and jogging with my daughter, my son, and our puppy Jetty was priceless. So were the family dinners that we were now eating together almost regularly every day. I will forever cherish cooking our favorite dishes, experimenting with new recipes for baking, just indulging in the simple life pleasures being surrounded by amazing mentors and thought leaders i also decided to contribute with my knowledge to lead by example and be the lighting guiding light inspiration and hope for others i created an online space where people could gather share tips and strategies on how to deal with the current pandemic how to live in quarantine But I also kept this community light and humorous, free from drama drama and negative news. The group was originally called 14 Days That Changed Our Lives. After two weeks, when it became clear that the situation will continue for another month, I changed it to 45 days, then 80 days. And when I write these words, it is already 100 days that changed our lives, no doubt. Our lives got irreversibly altered and will never be the same again. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I'm the type of person who always looks at the glass half full, so I wanted to find positive sides of life during the lockdown raising my children i always tried to teach them positivity resilience resourcefulness the ability to figure things out and to adjust to new situations after a somewhat challenging first week of quarantine they adapted really well to the new reality my daughter who is a dancer continued mastering her craft by taking tons of online dance classes with the best of the best instructors and dance teachers, now readily available online, and also teaching dance to her own young students. My son completed virtual classes in his college, passed all the exams and was also working on his athletic skills as a lacrosse player. And Let's not forget my hubby who besides going to work daily, took responsibility for all the family shopping and provided us weekly with the groceries and other necessities. For sure, they didn't waste their time. They were working on becoming better versions of themselves. I also want to touch up on how I balanced my business and pleasure during the quarantine. I already mentioned earlier that I was super busy on upgrading my own skills and adding value tools to my portfolio, but besides, that I continued, of I continued, of course, with my high-performance coaching practice, serving clients who now more than ever needed guidance in their life. But my social life didn't stall either. With a very vibrant and active group of friends, besides chatting and messenger, we met on Zoom literally weekly to party and celebrate various occasions. My own birthday party was no exception. It was awesome, and for sure, I will never forget it. After the first few weeks, I created a survey on several social media platforms, asking people to share one positive thing that has happened to them during this unprecedented time. The results were very interesting. People actually realized that Mother Nature was totally in sync with what was happening. Water in rivers and canals became clearer. The skies bluer. The air was less polluted. The animals took back the stage. Here are some powerful examples of what people have experienced. Slowing down, spending more time with families, having time to think, to do things they always wanted to do, focusing on what's really important in life, reading good books and watching great movies, cooking and baking, having more time for spiritual practices, sorting photographs and documents, Cleaning, organizing, decluttering, redecorating living spaces. Learning new skills and taking virtual classes. Taking better care of the pets. Going for walks in nature, riding bikes and rollerblading. Gardening and working in a backyard. Sleeping and relaxing more. Sewing, crocheting, doing embroidery and other crafts. Doing random acts of kindness having healthier kids at home without chronic illnesses. Additionally, there was a nagging thought in my head to collect intel about the most valuable lessons people learned during this pandemic. So I conducted a a separate survey and found that favorite ones. We should never downgrade any crisis. Life is short and tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Jobs are temporary. Health is wealth. We should always save money. We need to learn how to appreciate small pleasures in life. Time spent with family is priceless. Sometimes we need to let go and surrender. The real friendships became stronger. Parents learned how to get used to living with kids who would returned from colleges and how to homeschool the younger ones. There will be a lot of newborn babies, divorces, alcoholics, and overweight people after this lockdown is over. People learn to appreciate more small businesses offering personalized services. It is invaluable to be able to work virtually from home anywhere in the world. We were able to take better care of ourselves, sleep more, go for long walks in nature, eat home cooked meals, etc. We learned a lot about ourselves and got used to the extreme new reality. We acquired new skills, how to study virtually, became better cooks, bakers and nail technicians and even makeshift hairdressers. We learned how to be patient, how to do charity work and help others in need. We also realized how often we underestimated and undervalued our loved ones. We learned a lot about other people. Some of them will never change. Some follow all the rules and restrictions, and some break them all. There are a lot of amazing individuals around us, but there are also a lot of people who are pessimistic, panic panic easily, and don't know how to use common sense. Many businesses treat their employees as numbers and don't care about them, and many service workers are underpaid. We need positive influencers in our lives, and we need to learn how to separate ourselves from drama and negativity. We can live without Starbucks and shopping. And finally, I wanted to give people some hope and direct their attention to the future. I was curious what elements in their lives were they missing the most. So in yet another survey, I asked the question, What is the first thing they're going to do when the quarantine is over? And again, in random order, here are some of the answers. Happily return to work, college and school. Visit hairdresser, cosmetologist and nail salon. Go shopping in a favorite stores. Go to the gym and spa. Meet friends and family again. Go to cafes and restaurants. Take children to the zoo, amusement parks and playgrounds. Party with friends. Continue working on their dreams. Plan a new trip and go on vacation. Go to the clubs. Go to sporting events. Go to shows, concerts, galleries, and museums. Invite friends for a picnic or belated birthday party. Start really taking care of health and boost immune system. Life will go on. Final thoughts. And life will go on when I write these words, some places in the world begin to lift the quarantine restrictions and life started returning to normalcy. As humans, we are strong, we are resilient and we will survive. We all are in it together. There are so many lessons to be learned from this experience, not only how to better approach similar situations in the future, how to stay healthy, maintain well-being and cope with stress, how to appreciate what's important in life, how to be present, live each day to the fullest and enjoy even the smallest pleasures. I imagine that people will also treat planet Earth with more respect and be more mindful of the natural resources. I would like to also take a moment to recognize, acknowledge and celebrate all the doctors, nurses and other essential workers who in the time of pandemic risked their lives to save ours. The universal truth learned during this time of global reset is that collectively as human race we are capable of great things but we must remember not to waste the time that we was gifted to us and not to blame everything and everyone but instead take control of our lives. I think that the quote by Viktor Frankl from the book Man's Search for Meaning makes a perfect conclusion to this chapter. When we are no longer able to change a situation we are challenged to change ourselves. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing the last of a human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Wishing you love, happiness, and health. Yola Pipno crapanzano Certified High Performance Coach, www.coachingjourneywithyola.com If you will not be forgotten as you As soon as you are dead and rotten, either write things worth reading or do things worth writing. Benjamin Franklin The End